Hello, my friends, and good morning. Welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this uh, Tuesday, March the... (laughs) I can't even tell you what is today. March the 23rd. Uh, I hope wherever you are, um, you just know at at one level and feel maybe on a different level uh, that you are surrounded and that, that you know that God's goodness and, and love embrace you today. Uh, you may know in your head and you may know in your heart as well of God's great love. Uh, we are going to continue in John chapter 8. So yesterday, if you remember, we did uh, verses 1 through 11 uh, with that wonderful story of the adulterous woman and, uh, and Jesus' interaction with her and the freedom it brings uh, to her and hopefully to us. Oh, so good. So today, uh, Jesus is going to continue that battle. Remember, it was the Pharisees who brought her forward. Well, clearly they must not have gone away, or or they came back anyway, because here they are giving him the dickens again today. So John chapter 8, verses 21 to 30. So let's break open what God has for us today. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the Pharisees, I am going away and you will look for me but you will die in your sin. Where I am going, you cannot come. So the Jews said to him, he is not going to kill himself, is he? Because he said, where I am going, you cannot come. He said to them, you belong to what is below. I belong to what is above. You belong to this world, but I do not belong to this world. That is why I told you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am, you will die in your sins. So they said to him, Who are you? Jesus said to them, What I told you from the beginning, I have much to say about you in condemnation. But the one who who sent me is true, and what I heard from him I tell the world. They did not realize that he was speaking to them of the Father. So Jesus said to them, When you lift up the Son of Man, you will realize that I am, and that I do nothing on my own, but I say only what the Father taught me. The one who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, because I always do what is pleasing to him. Because he spoke this way, many came to believe in him. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You remember how yesterday, maybe it wasn't yesterday, maybe it was late last week, I talked about the high Christology of, of the Gospel of John. Again, that does not mean Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the synoptics, don't have a, a wonderful Christology, meaning that they don't point to Jesus as the Christ, as the Messiah, as the Son of God. Uh, no, they do in wonderful ways, and, and they're, they're myriad as well. But John's just is so blatantly obvious. And, and today, again, it comes across all the time. You know, in Mark's gospel, it's not easy to remember that Jesus is human because he shares our emotion. He grieves. He, he gets angry. He longs. He, he just, he's, he's perturbed at the Pharisees, all those things, all those emotions that, that you and I would feel in the midst of all these things. Um, 
and and in in Mark's gospel, it's easy to know Jesus is human, and the Christology is there too. It certainly points to that, uh, but it's not necessarily as obvious as Jesus' humanity. So that's at one end of the spectrum. John's gospel is kind of at the other end of the spectrum. In John's gospel, it's easy to remember that that Christ is divine. Uh, I mean, and and this is a gospel where we hear that and are reminded of that. Um, And it's it's harder in some ways to remember his humanity because he is such in control. Even when we go to the the, the cross or in the Garden of Gethsemane, when people come, he says, you know, I I lay all this down on my own. You you know, you're only doing this because of the Father and, and the plan in his conversation with Pilate. All those things that Jesus is in control where, boy, we humans, we feel a lot of, out of control um, on times, at times. And it's one of the wonderful reasons, my friends, we need all four Gospels because without them, we, get, we would get a far less idea of the, the fullness of Christ, of the fullness of who Jesus was. And, and I praise God for all those. But uh, in these, I mean, you see Jesus say time and time again, this is why I told you uh, that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am, if you're reading this along with me, you see that I and am are all capitalized. You will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am, you will die in your sins. Well, why would they capitalize that? Well, and he says it later, by the way, too. When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will realize that I am and that I do nothing on my own. Well, of course, because that's the name of God, right? You know, when, uh, when the crowds come to Jesus in the garden later uh, and that uh, they say, listen, uh, are you Jesus the Nazarene? I am, he says. Uh, I have told you that I am when they ask him a second time. Uh, again, he's claiming the name for God. That is, again, even a meathead like me can get that one, you know, when, when some of the other times it's hard because you have to know the connections to the Hebrew scriptures and prophetic utterances and all these things. Even, even slow guys can get this one. Jesus is saying, I am. This is who I am. I and the Father are one, which he's going to tell very blatantly to Philip later on in, uh, in the, the um, discourse at the Last Supper. But he is, he is stating very clearly to the Pharisees, this is who I am. You know, when they ask him, of course, who are you? Who are you? He has told them already before that, in the line before it, for if you do not believe that I am, you will die in your sins. So they said to him, who are you? And he had to just be rolling his eyes. What I have told you from the beginning. And then, of course, later he talks about, when you lift up the Son of Man, you will realize that I am. Constantly reminding him that I and the Father are one. The divinity of Christ. Um, again, that was all kind of prologue. <laughs> Just a little bit before uh, what I was going to really talk about. And, and that is this. Two things. One is, why do you think the Pharisees fought him so hard? Because they did, right? And really, I say there's two things I'm going to talk about. It's really one. It's it's It's... This leads into the second, but what was going on within the Pharisees? I am sure Jesus, and it's not all of them. Remember, I've spoken before about Nicodemus and Joseph of Arimathea, and I'm sure they represent a faction within them. But what was going on within them that they didn't want to surrender 
their position. They didn't want to give up the field. And, and I think, my friends, part of, of what they were arguing about it and, and, and not wanting to surrender uh, and, and to dig their heels in, there is part of that in us. I think the Pharisees represent a part of our humanity. Uh, and I, I praise God that they were named so well in, in these scriptures. Because I think a part of us doesn't want to give up what we believe. The Pharisees are comfortable with their understanding of God. The Pharisees are comfortable with their understanding of their religion, of where the temple fits into that, of how they have ordered their faith. And Jesus was challenging them on every level of who God was, that they had to expand their understanding of God, that they ex- had to expand their understanding of where the temple fit into that and where and expand their understanding of their religion and how it was ordered. They had to do all of that. But if they were to do that, they had to give up, one, their understanding, and that's a security. That's a security. And two, they had to give up their power at some level anyway. Brothers and sisters, is that true of us today? Have we found security? And that's an okay thing, by the way. But have we found our security in, in, our, in how we set up our, our, our religion and how we set up that order within that religion and, and where that church is? All of those are okay things. I want to say that clearly. But brothers and sisters, our security is not in any of that. Our security is in God. And God alone. And I think God would say that to us. And I think Jesus would say, listen, you know, well, I'll even use the church's words, that we are a pilgrim people, which by its very essence means, my friends, we have not arrived. That God is always bigger and God is always going to expand who God is in our lives. And that, that can be uncomfortable. And we like as humans to be comfortable. And to the extent we're a gospel or, or a homily on the gospel inviting us, it, it, it pushes us to a level and a place where we don't want to go. We, and, and we're bucking that. We need to ask ourselves, why am I bucking that? Am I bucking that because I don't believe what Jesus is saying is true or this homilist or reflectionist is saying is true? Or am I bucking it because I'm comfortable over here? And if I accept what they are saying to me, I have to change. Brothers and sisters, it's okay. We're not that different than the Pharisees. We just need to recognize that. And the beginning of recognizing that within ourselves allows us and invites us to a new place. And that's okay. That's okay. Our security is not in our rules and in how we've organized our our religion and, and, and what it is. Those are all good things because they point to the bigger I'm not saying get rid of of things. I'm saying when we understand that God is bigger, maybe we reorganized how we see our faith and how we've organized it. And yes, that takes energy. And yes, it takes work. And yes, there will be times that you and I will be mocked and scorned and ostracized because of that. But remember, we're pointing to the bigger. And that's where Jesus is pointing us here too. That's where Jesus is pointing us here too. Because God is always bigger. 
And the other thing I'll say, and then I'll, I'll be quiet. I love this, this line where Jesus uh, is saying at the beginning, I'm going away and you will look for me, but you will die in your sin. Where I'm going, you cannot come. He is not, I don't think, again, I don't want to put words in Jesus' mouth. This is just my understanding of them. I want to be clear of that. And my understanding could always be wrong. But I don't think Jesus is saying here, listen, you guys are just bad guys and you're going to die in your sin and you're going to be lost because you're just bad guys. And, uh, and here I am over on this side and you're over on that side and, and, and you're not ever going to make it over here. Um, and, and, you know, hence the, the good people around me are going to heaven and you guys are going to hell. I, I don't think it's as, as simple as that. I think what he's simply saying is, where I'm going, you cannot come because you've not opened yourself to it. You've not opened yourself to the possibilities and the freedom of who God is. You've locked God in a box, in a sense, that God is over here. And, and it goes back to what I was saying before, that God, you've got God figured out and God's comfortable and you've named all the rules around him and that's where he is. But, but God is bigger. And I'm pointing out to you God's bigness and largesse over here. But you're not able to see that. And so where I'm going, where I'm talking about the largesse of God and, and what God is inviting us to over here, you're not going to be able to come because you, you won't open yourself to it. You're trapped in a prison of your own making. And I think that's what he's saying there. And, and I hearken back to this last weekend, uh, the gospel that we read, which was so good. Uh, the Jewish or the Greek converts to Judaism come to Jesus when he's there at the Passover. And he talks about the seed, you know, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground. Uh, and it's so good, you know, that, that if it remains a grain of wheat, it's, it's just that. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. But then he says, whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, there also will my servants be. That's, that's, I think, the point what Jesus is saying here is, where I am, there also my servants must be. And, and where Jesus is and where he's going, his servants will be with him because they, they, they've embraced this image of God that he's inviting them to, or at least they're attempting to, whereas the Pharisees have blocked that off. And, and they're not able to see it, and so they can't go where he's inviting. Brothers and sisters, may you and I never get to that space where we feel like we figured God out and therefore we're comfortable. And when somebody invites us to, to the otherness, the freedom, the largesse, the, the, that God who is bigger, may we not say, no, no, I'm okay here. Because we want to be where Jesus is. And where Jesus is, he's right where the Father is. And, and in, in the absolute freedom and, uh, and largesse of God. May we always be open uh, to more because God is always beyond. Uh, God is always ineffable. He's more than, than we know and can understand and speak. And so may we remember that and open our, ourselves to that. So when Jesus... Uh, invites us there that we say yes because where he is that's where we want to be that's where we want to be let's pray uh, my friends we continue to walk through the luminous mysteries today <clears throat> and so let's uh, begin with the sign of our faith in the name of the father son and holy spirit amen the second luminous mystery the wedding feast at cana our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, be well. I hope your day is a wonderful one. And um, just sit and embrace the largesse of God today. God's peace.